Welcome to my testimony. And today, Dawn, we have what? Part three. Part three. And it's our Pastor Jen and Amanda. Wow. Welcome again to my testimony. Good to be here. Yes. Yep. Good to have you guys again. And um, uh, if you guys missed any of the, uh, if you didn't see the, the ones before, you can go back and watch episode 20. That was Pastor Jen. And then episode 33 was Pastor Jen and Amanda. That was part two. And now today we're doing part three. Continuing the story. Yes. Yes. The story continues. And for those of you who are waiting, the wait is over. <laughs> so it's going to be awesome. So welcome again. And we can't wait to get into this. So before we get into today's testimony, let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day. We thank you for Pastor Jen. We thank you for Amanda. We thank you for their story. And we thank you that you have given them the ability for them to share it with us. We pray that as they do so, that our souls will be watered and we will be blessed. And that your Holy Spirit will be with us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, so we're continuing the story, and when we left off, Armando was on a business trip, but mm -hmm. ended up in Andrews. Yep. So let's mm -hmm. start from that. Oh, yes. So am I continuing, or do you want to do your part, or what? No, this is when you went on the business trip, yeah. because he, he had some kind of something mm -hmm. in Chicago, and I think... It was a business trip. It was for the fitness company. Right. And back in New Jersey, we were just busy. Life as usual. Life yes. as usual. And um, I just have to say that at that point, I felt very far from anything ministerial mm. because we were struggling with keeping the family just on the New Jersey. Um, what the cost of living. Yeah. It was so expensive we, we had previously been on um government support in seattle but then we get to jersey and he literally made like a shade just a shade over um any help that we could get and so we had assumed that we'd be able to continue some support for food stamps but nothing and so we were back every day for some kind of survival and at that point, it took us like six months, I believe, to find a church. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took us six months to find a church. We were church hopping everywhere. And it wasn't the type where you could look up the church on the websites. It was just um, giving you the addresses. So we go and we'd always find like something was going on at that church. That was just, oh, no, this wasn't for us. Mm -hmm. And it was that final time that we got to that small church that we um, told you about in the last episode that we felt okay, we're home. And our pastor there, it was so funny. I think I said this in the last one. He just said, what are you interested in, Jen? And I said, oh, one day, one day, I'm, I would like to be a pastor. One day I'm thinking in terms of like 
15, 10 years down the road. And he said, hmm, okay. And he had me preaching, I think two weeks later. Mm -hmm. um, he wanted me to give a first sermon. I was surprised, but, and he, it was that pastor who got me involved, but still because of what we were going through, um, it was just difficult to see. It was great for me to be leading out and singing and preaching, mm -hmm. but it was just difficult for me to see how, like I knew, I still knew the call was there, but five kids, I could not see at all where the trajectory was going to be for doing any type of schooling to finish um, our pastor. <laughs> yeah, he knows because he kept arguing with me and he kept telling our pastor, they're like, you, you, she can do it. She just, you know, she just doesn't have any faith. Or something like that, you know, and I'd get I don't know what I said, but I, I just I just I knew you could do it. I knew I I mean this is a point where I was I mean not that I haven't seen God in our lives, mm -hmm. but I was searching for him even more because I enjoyed uh when he would uh, take us and just move us or take us and put us in places that I would never imagine. You know, I mean uh I've done Many things in the military, but I never imagined, I would never imagine going, into, going to Russia, living in England, uh, going to Seattle, and, and I mean, just all these places outside of the government. So this is outside of the government. And, yeah, outside and of job. Outside of what I could have done, but I did it for him. You know, we did it for him. And so I'm thinking like, you know, no, God is going to lead. Mm -hmm. You know, and then this is where I was, I was having issues in the company. She didn't know it too much. He didn't bring home too many of his company problems home. Yeah, because, because I, didn't I didn't want to add to the stress yeah, of it. Yeah, right. I didn't want that for the family. I wanted the family to be the family and to have fun, play games, whatever, go out to eat if we ever get the chance. But, uh, you know, and then, um, but I, there was just one instance where I was made to be the bad guy. I was starting to see what people talked about, about the East Coast mentality. And, and yeah. for all the East Coasters who are listening. Yes, we love you guys, trust me, but I got to see it firsthand. You know, that they used to say, oh, it's a doggy dog world. I was like, no, it's more conniving. They say something to your face, mm. but then when you turn around, it's like, <laughs> you know, stab in the back, you know? <laughs> um, and I didn't believe that. I didn't know that human beings were capable of that, but I got to experience it firsthand. So then I'm taking it to God's feet again. I'm like, Lord, I miss doing stuff for you. I miss doing, seeing you, not that I don't see you working, but I want to see you work even more in my life. What can I do? What can I be? I mean, am I supposed to be here? It was your purpose to bring me here for what? I don't understand why you brought us here to New Jersey. Cause I, not feeling it right. i'm not feeling right. it. the 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 major call in a sense and you know and i thought about it i prayed about it and i, and I was doing this at the office sometimes in the bathroom sometimes where i could find in uh, we have a uh, because we're a fitness company we had a gym in the office i would do it in the gym too when no one's around i just pray i'm like lord what am, what's going on what am i doing wrong so i don't know that he's having these conversations with god i'm stuck with the struggle of just raising the family and right. keeping the family together. Yes. And so then, and so then you, you get that call too. Yes. Um, then I like, it just hit me. I was saying, I mean, what, what can we do? What, I mean, what did we used to do? I mean, what, what were we, what were we going to do? I mean, there was something we were going to do. And it's like, 
It's like, bling, pastor. I'm like, oh, that's right. Jen was studying to be a pastor. Oh, my word. How did I forget that? <laughs> I actually said that. I said that out loud in the gym. I was like, how did I forget that? Mm. You know, I mean, God, I, okay, yeah, the, we we were doing it in New Bold, and, but that door got closed. I mean, but why'd you close that door? And, I mean, where could she go to be a pastor? I mean, um, there, there, where's the place that, I mean, where's – Where's the, the college? I mean, I mean, they're, oh wait, it was a Mecca. I remember this. Going, Mecca? Yeah, the Mecca. Because they, well, when I lived in Mecca Hawaii, everyone, yeah, everyone made it like, it's a Mecca. It's the Mecca place to go is Andrews University. But, and I was trying to remember, I couldn't think of it. I was like, I know it's something big too. It's, a, oh, it's something in Adventism. And it's like, and then it's just like, oh, Andrews, Andrews. Oh, yes, that's right. Andrews University. Place in the seminary. Oh, that totally makes sense. But yeah. Like God, like he was sending me to that area. And then all of a sudden, one of the service managers said, hey, Armando, we got you a job, man. This is in December time. I was like, yeah, got, oh, no, no. It was February time. February? February. When did I go there? What? When did I go to Chicago? February. Oh, February, yes. But no, no, they, they were, uh, it was leading up. Okay, so, oh. yeah, so they were like, yeah, we've got a job coming up in Chicago. We need you to be there because this part of this huge chain, we uh, made a huge deal with this chain mm. but anyways um so i was like okay so not a problem uh where, where is this again it's gonna be in chicago i said chicago and i was like what's close oh and it's like ah! it's like i look up on the map i was like andrews chicago hmm. but was it like three hours no two hours yeah two hour drive or bus bus ride two hour bus ride i mean i looked it up i was like all right in preparation for this job I started praying hard. I'm like, Lord, are you leading this way? If you are, I want you to just make everything happen. Lay it out for me to be there, right. to land, do my job, and then turn around, go to Andrews, get enough time to just, I mean, what do I need, Lord? You know, I'm a go-to man. I can make it happen. Maybe six hours, half the day, or something like that, where I can be to Andrews, get all the information, and then come back. You know, and this is in preparation of leading up until when I, you know, about to fly out. And then when it got to the, the actual day before, I'm not telling Pastor, I'm not telling Pastor Jen, I'm not telling my wife. I'm just like, Lord, where do you want me to go? If you want this to happen, this is how I have it. Because I have a colleague flying from Italy to meet me there in Chicago. We're going to look at their equipment. I want to be done in that day. And then I want him, Lord, if you can, can you press him to say, you know what? Because I, I knew the guy. I knew it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I can mention his name. Don't mention names. Okay. Let's just call him. <laughs> call him Bob. Call him Bob. Anyways, Bob is like, I knew Bob's uh, thing. He likes to go shopping. And normally I always take him to go shopping, especially in the U.S. So, but I'm, I wanted to where Bob says, I don't need you. I'm going to do my own thing. And you want to do your own thing? We'll separate like that. So that gave me time. So because I knew it was going to be a three-day trip. So I was like, uh yeah, Lord, finish it first day, second day, test it out. And then at the, end, at the end of the second day, we go our separate ways. And then and then I come back, right? And then because uh, I had to fly back on Friday. So before the Sabbath, I planned it out like that. If it's your will, you'll make it happen. Mm -hmm. Nice. I fly in, take a look at the issues. I'm like, oh, this is what's going on. Alan, or uh, Bob, can you take care of this? <laughs> And he's like, yes, yes, I got this. We, we made it work. We fixed all the equipment within less than a day. So at the end of the day, 
you're like towards the end of the day, okay, we got to test this out. So we got to come back in the morning and test it out. And it's like, yeah, we got to let it go run through and then uh, make, see if we get any issues. And then we go on. So did it second day, everything's fine. And then Bob is like, you know what? Uh, I'm in Chicago. I always wanted to be in Chicago. Um, I know you got things to do. I got things to do. So I left early in the morning, five in the morning to arrive at, uh, and I had to go an hour ahead of time. So I arrive at eight o'clock in the morning in South Bend. Uh, one of our aunties picks me up uh, that we knew from Hawaii, who happens to be pastoring. That's amazing, that, the yeah, connections the that connections, we had to every, do it. Everyone that, that I needed to be, they were there. I get in uh, Andrews before nine o'clock. I'm looking everywhere. Uh, IT side, as far as jobs, and then I'm looking for all the pamphlets for Pastor Jen to get her stuff. So then after I get all this done, this is towards midday, like one o'clock, two o'clock, between that time, same East Coast time. So I call my wife and say, hey, baby, guess where I'm at? So excited, too. Yeah, I'm, so I'm like amazed, excited. I'm like, guess where I'm at? I was upset at what he was about to say. Yeah. Um, what did you say? I'm at Andrews. And it was dead silence. I was like, Yeah, I was. Weren't you supposed to be in Chicago? I did. <laughs> I finished the job. So why are you at Andrews? Because I felt impressed. Because like, I guess where at Andrews I'm at. I'm like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you? Are you at the IT department? Oh, I already did that. I'm like, <laughs> no, You yes. already did that. So where are you? And he's like, I'm in the seminary. Mm hmm. And I'm like, why? And he said, I am talking to people and getting pamphlets for you. To start the process. To start the process. Mm. You know, any other person would have been jumping up and down. I'm like, I'm being really? Whoa. And that was not me at all because. You weren't ready. I wasn't ready. And here's the thing. Because I need to be that person that sees plan A, B, C, and D. I need to see how we're going to get there. And he's always been the dreamer. He's always been the one with these huge ideas and, and trying to make me follow. And I'm just like, you, you're crazy. That, that type of thing is not going to happen. You got to give me proof on how this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then when he tells me that, I was so angry because it was... One, he didn't consult. <laughs> he didn't consult with me and say, I'm going to Andrews to do this. It was kind of like this, boop, surprise. And he thought it would be great because, you know, we're going to finally start the dream. And for me, it was, it was, why are you starting the dream mm. when I don't even know how that dream is going to unfold? Where do we have the money to? go to school exactly. you know how are we gonna how are we even gonna move i, I didn't even apply I, all, all this stuff is in my head how do you how how i'm gonna say it like this how dare you jump 10 steps ahead of me without even asking me like do we want to do this right. right now but i knew i knew i mean even when we got married that's always been her dream that's always been our heart you know and i knew god would pave the way you know, if he paved the way for me to get all that information within three days, yeah, make it happen. I knew it was, the rest was going to drop. See, but, but if I had known that yeah. he was already having these conversations, you know, if I 
Mm -hmm. I had already known that one, that there was more problems at work than mm -hmm. I, than I had assumed that there was. And if I had known all that, perhaps, I think perhaps um, I would have been more, <laughs> perhaps I would have been more easy to hear it. But you know, God, God knows our personalities. And I think this was a perfect wake up call for me because in my anger, you know, he says, I'm going to be home tonight. And he totally disregarded my anger. It was like, I, he didn't even care that I was mad. He's like, whatever, I'll be home tonight. I got all this information. I talked to person A, B, C, and D, and I'm going to let you know. Who we will meet later on, who we will meet later on. Right. And, and, then, and then, and then, okay, but so then, so I, I grabbed the stuff, all right, and it's like, oh, I got to catch my bus again. So I got the auntie, she picked me up, took me straight to the bus depot. Bus depot takes me straight to the airport. I get into the airport. Uh, what, what did I do? I, and then I catch my flight. I fly. Wait, home. wait, 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 hold up. Before he flies, I'm thinking I have an ally. And I call my mother. Oh, yes. I yes. call my mother yes. right after he calls me. And I'm like, Mom. You will never believe where Armando, what Armando did and where he's at. And she's like, what? Wait, what's, what, what's he doing? I thought you said he was in Chicago. Yeah, well, he was. He's coming back. And she said, what's he doing? I go, he went to the seminary. Can you believe it? And she's like, what did he go do at the seminary? I said, he was looking for information to enroll me. And she's like, well, praise the Lord. Somebody is listening to God. And it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I didn't I know that like, happened. I, I found out later. What? I didn't know that happened. What do you mean, praise Lord? I'm, I'm listening to God. She goes, Well, honey, I've been praying for you all these years, and I, but I've been the one who's been involved, preaching, singing wherever I can. She goes, Yeah, you're doing whatever you can there, but you are not fully delving into what you could be doing. Well, how would we? How would we do? Blah 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 blah. She goes, I I don't know, but God knows, and and I'm just saying that God has been tapping on your heart for a long time now, but you have not listened. So He's gonna go around you to the back door, and He's gonna go talk to your husband, which is exactly what He did. So Hallelujah for Armando. And I was like, Who's my friend? <laughs> so I didn't know that happened. Bye. I get in. I I catch the. Uh, I usually get a cab from New. I hate I hate it when Jill uh, would travel to the airport because travel to the to Newark, Newark was Newark, horrible. Newark airport is like it's horrendous. So it's not that far from where we live, but still, I I always ca caught a, a cab or a company car, right? Mm -hmm. So I get the ride. I get into the house. You know, and normally when I arrive in the house, everyone's like, "Oh, daddy's home." And then my wife comes over and gives me a kiss and a hug. I'm like, oh, I feel so love. Not this time. Boy's like, hey, dad's home. And look, look. They're like, look at mom. And they're like, <laughs> they look back and like, okay. And they're like, all right, boys, sorry. I, I'm going to go talk to your mom. So I go over there. She's at a desk. I, I had a little corner where I had my, my, my computer and laptop and stuff where I would do my stuff. And she's there at the desk. I don't know what you were, you were searching up something, but you were definitely, I was mad. you're mad and ignoring me. So I'm like, Hey babe, how you doing? And then she's like, mm. Mm. you know, typing away. I'm like, okay, I got these pamphlets from Andrews. <laughs> mm. I'm going to put it here on the table. 
and then I'm going to leave it with you. And you know what? It's in God's hands now that I brought it to you. It's in his hands now. I'm going to let him do the rest, you know? And then I put it down and I pack away because I knew if you turn your back on a, on a beast, go after you. <laughs> so I didn't want to turn my back to the beast. <laughs> I backed away. So true. So true. And, I, and then this, I, I didn't even get the chance. So it was in a corner in the back, like a, a mini family room in a sense. Kind of right, so I didn't even get a chance to go around the corner when she turned around. She turns around, you go, How dare you? How do you, how dare you go to Andrews without consulting me? And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> what did I do? I'm sorry, God told me, he, I'm just doing what he said, you know. And then she's like, oh, My baby, I love you, and, uh, and then I, that's why I calmed down and got serious. I said, I love you, and I'm telling you, God is impressing me, and I leave it in his hands. He will do the rest now. I right. leave it in his hands. Right. He will do the rest. He will send someone to remind you what you had to do. Right. And I stepped away. I left it at that. So, so Pastor Jen, yeah. what changed your mind? So I was still angry. Calm down, but angry. But see, what he said then kind of stuck in me like, wow. He's been impressed. And I was a little bit mad. I'm like, well, God, you're impressing him. Mm-hmm. How come you're not impressing me? Wow. I, I'm the one who's been seeking, you know, well, I, I'm the one who's been doing stuff for you. So why aren't you impressing me? So that kind of got me a little upset. Like, well, what kind of relationship do, do you have with him that you don't have with me? You know, a little bit jealous now. Mm-hmm. And so went to bed the next morning. I'm not sure where were you in proximity, but I think, yeah. He oh, was, because yeah. it was Sabbath, yeah? No, 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 it wasn't oh. Sabbath. No, because no. I arrived home on Friday. Hmm. I don't know, but the next, a, day, a next day. It was the next day. It was a wrap, so it had to be a Sunday. Yeah. Because we went to church. Yeah. Still mad. No, no, stop it. It wasn't, stop it. <laughs> it so, okay, sometime the next day, I opened up my, my email. He was... Somewhere you were in the kitchen. kitchen. You were in the kitchen. And I clicked on an email because it was the the tag, the title line said, Hey, got a question for you. And it was from a person that I haven't heard from since newborn years, so 20 something years ago. And I opened it up and it was just a few lines saying from a good girlfriend that I had gone to school with. She goes, Hey Jen. This email I know is coming to you out of the blue. But God just wants me to ask you, where are you in becoming a pastor? That was it. Two, three lines. Love you, signs her name. I look at that, I read, I read it again, I read it again, and I just started crying sobbing at the computer and he comes out of the kitchen he's like what what's going on you know because i always look up facebook and that, that's where i find out like where you know old aunties and uncles pass away he's like who died and i'm like don't read the email and he's like he's reading it but you can tell like his reaction like he bit back he's like <laughs> <laughs> And I stepped away. I didn't say nothing. I, 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 I knew there had to be more. I knew there had to be more. Right. He's like, he's like, I was like, 
And then later on, he, he could hear him muttering, I told you, I told you, I told you. Oh, it's better. And so I thought, I was crying. I'm like, huh. And that made me think, because I was just completely 20 years. I haven't heard from this person. Mm. And she's now asking me this question. Wow. No communication except for this question. Mm. And then I told God, okay, if you're serious. Mm. And th- th- these are how our prayers with him have been. Mm. I, I don't take the first, the first one, which is him visiting. I don't even take the second. I'm, I'm being like a Gideon here. And I said, I need some other confirmation to let me know where you want me to be. Comes in threes. And then I want to say one or two days later, I get a phone call from someone who I did not expect, Mm. who hasn't really been supportive of um, me going into the ministry. All of a sudden, this person says, hey, so I'm just... um, Wondering, and I've been, I've been impressed to ask you, you're not getting any younger. And so I thought you wanted to be a pastor. And when is that going to happen? Wow. And I was just like, flabbergasted. No, I was in the car when I took that call. I was flabbergasted. I said, what? Why would you ask me that now? I mean, you didn't think that the ministry was my calling. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the person said, well, I don't know. I've just been thinking about it. And I just wanted to ask you now. I just felt very impressed to ask you, mm-hmm. when are you going to do it? It's your time. And that was the catalyst. Because when you always have someone telling you, you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. You're a woman. There's really no places for women in ministry. Mm. That was a complete catalyst for me. I walked into the house and I'm like, babe, you will never believe who called me and said what? And he's like, can I say it now? I told you. I told you. And it it was amazing how everything panned out because my pastor, who had been who had been encouraging us like, hey, Andrews, you should really go to Andrews. Well, he happened to have been going toward his map men because his, and he was like in year two or something. He's like, and and he was the one who showed me like on the website what to look at and so forth. And so now when we say this, because now we're saying it, Mm -hmm. oh, hey, we're thinking of, and he was right on us. He's like, okay, well, if you're thinking of, then go and apply. So when we looked at the website for applications, I was already um, two weeks past the deadline to apply for the seminary. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, God, if if you're going to make this happen, you need to. And for, when you apply for the seminary, there's, there's like these pages and pages of questions that they make you fill out to to ensure that to them and for you that this is what you would like to do. And it's also also kind of like a psychological evaluation yeah. in, in the process, right? And, and even even to get into it, um, you I have to send off actual letters for references. 
that they got to write out whatever the thing is asking for. And, and I had called um, one of the people that Armando had talked to, and she said, well, if you can get it in by this time, and so we rush it. And, you know, all those references that I, that I sent out to, they turned around and got their stuff into Andrews within two days. And it, it was amazing. It, it was amazing how it was done. Well, because, you know, and you know, but you were still somewhat negative. You're like, uh, before that, right? You were like looking at the application process. You're like, oh, look, I'm two weeks past the deadline. I'm not going to be made, able to make it the September, the September cutoff. <laughs> and I was like, do it. God is making it happen. Do it. We've seen him do less with less. He can make it happen. Do it. All right. I don't want to hear no negative Nancy stuff. Do it. Right, and she's like, oh, no, <laughs> just do it. All right, he's gonna make it if, if it's his will, it will happen, and you'll be there this September. We will be, or August, right? Yeah, it was August, yeah, August, August. We'll be there this August. You will be in school, we will have a place to live. We will, I just was going off, he went, do it. He went off, and, and then, then that was it. I said my part, I'm out. <laughs> Please, you know. <laughs> but then, then sure enough, everything she's like, oh, it's not gonna happen. She's doing it. It's not gonna happen. It's doing it again. Oh, it's not gonna happen. I'm like, baby, just do it. I'm tired of this. Just do it. And then, and then it all it all came through. Um, I think I got all my approved. Everything was approved in March. Mm. Yes, everything was approved in March. And and then came the point where we're just like. Because we had already signed a new contract for the, the rental. Oh, yes. For, for, for the rental yes. house that we're in. And so I'm just like, oh, how do I tell our landlord that we need to break this contract? Mm. So that because there was going to be a huge, there was going to be a huge. Um, uh, we, we walked on eggshells with this landlord. Even there. No, I'm not going to mention names, on that, but it, 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 we did. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad relationship, but we just worried because the culture and stuff like that, East Coast mentality, it was just, you know, it was, it, it was difficult a bit. It, it, was, it was difficult. And so when I told the landlord, I was praying, I'm like, Lord, if we break this contract, we're going to owe a huge security deposit mm. because breaking the contract. We don't have that those thousands of dollars to pay because we need to, you know, get out of the house. Mm -hmm. So I'm praying over this. And then, so I gather up the courage to meet with the landlord and I tell the landlord, okay, this is what's going on. Then the landlord turns around and says, well, that's interesting that you should say that because I am looking to sell my house and I need you out of here by August. Wow. <laughs> when, when he makes it happen, he makes it happen. I'm not I'm not lying. If he when he paves the way, he's gonna pave the way every step that before you even think about it, before you like, well wait, I gotta do A, B, C, D. No, he's already at Z, if not at, you know, beyond that. Yeah, and then this landlord goes, Where are you going? And you know, I, I tell the landlord and and Landlord looks up on the computer several days later, calls me up and says, Oh, you know, the rent in the area that you're going to is pretty, is really like nice. And I said, Yeah, but what are you looking at? The apartments? And landlord goes, Okay, you need a house. So we actually um, we went out to Barry, I want to say a month before 
school was supposed to happen. But before we did that, when did I start telling the job? Did I tell him after we came back? Or? After we came, or before, a little bit before, because they need to know why we're traveling to Bering. Okay, right. yes. So now here's the job. So before we went to Bering to, to look out the houses, stuff like that, I had to tell the company, you know what, and this is hard, because now I've always made it very clear to the, the company that I was a Seventh-day Adventist. I keep the Sabbath. So I worship on the Sabbath. I, I, you know, I keep the Sabbath. And then, um, uh, you know, and the, the, the CFO, the COO, everyone, everyone in management knew I kept the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And then for me to turn around again to tell the company, I'm leaving. I might have to lose my job, but I'm leaving because my wife is being called to be a pastor. Yeah, so that I was did, like a... What? <laughs> Yeah. Wait, why are you leaving again? My wife's going to become pastor. Well, why can't she go to school here? Because our school for Seventh-day Adventist is in Andrews University, which is uh, in Michigan. Mm -hmm. So, and they don't have that. They, I don't, they, they weren't, you had to be there for Yeah, you, you, could, you couldn't do yeah, online. You, you couldn't do online. You had to do uh, in, 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 the classroom. in the classroom ministry. Were you sure she can't find a, a, a school here to be a pastor? I'm like, no. God, and I, then I finally said it, you know, I, it's not that I didn't have the courage. I was not so much that I didn't want to offend in a sense, but I was getting somewhat a little miffed about it. I was like, I'm sorry, God is calling us that way. You know, I didn't, at that point, I didn't really care if I upset him or not. And I'm like, God is calling you that way. I'm sorry. God is calling my wife to be a pastor. Mm -hmm. We're going. You know, if I have to lose my job, I have to lose my job. But I did my contract. I did it because we, before we moved to uh, New Jersey, I had to do one full year, no issues, no nothing, before they could say, okay, you did your time and <clears throat> and you're worth this much money or whatever, right? So I already did it. This is in the second year now or over the second year. Uh, and they're like, uh, okay, you know, well, you know, I got to discuss this with management, you know, and I forget who I told it to. I told it to the director of services who I was having trouble with. He's like, yeah, I'll tell them whatever. But okay. And you're going on vacation for that. Okay. Whatever. All right. Fine. Bye. And then it was that kind of attitude. I was like, okay, cool. All right. No worries. I, you know, whatever. If I lose a job, I lose a job. I know God's got away. So we go on the trip to uh, Michigan. To look for housing. We only had, what, two days? Yes. Mm -hmm. Two days. To look. And it was really difficult. Not, I can tell this on YouTube. Our credit is shot from being for, for Seattle. Poor credit score. And you always have to have good ones to get into a rental. And it was only the final, the final house. I think we looked at like four, five, the final house where the landlord just happened to work for the seminary. Okay. And, and, and the landlord was like, I got a perfect how we saw it. No problem. Yeah, even though your credit is like this, as long as you can make the rent payment on this day of the month, I'm not going to even look at your credit score. And we, left, we found that house in two days, two, three days. Yes. We left, got back to Michigan, yeah. no, got back to Jersey. Yeah. And then started the whole moving out mm -hmm. process. And what, at what point did they tell you that they were going to change your job? Um, literally, I don't know if it was the day of or the day before. We moved? We yes. Left. 
before we left. Because they, they had told, they had, they, they had said that he could become an independent, stay with the company, become an independent contractor. Uh, contractor. But that means I had to pay my own bills and stuff like that. I had to pay my own insurance. And I was like, no, I can't do that. You know, I got family, you know, and, and I could do, I could do what I do anywhere in the world remotely. I mean, I've been doing it for the company for such a long time. And then, uh, and they were like, oh no, you know, we got to be an independent contractor and stuff like that. And this is working up. So then finally come up to the day before they're like, you know, there's a going back and forth and we're packing at the same time. So all the stress is going on. I think this was my challenge and my willing to leave the security mm -hmm. of the company, of the company right. and just let God lead. You know what? And I got to the point, where I don't care. You know, I, I'm willing to leave. So the day before we left, or there's no wait. It was we didn't leave the same day. We left the after the final day. So okay. three days before we left, yeah, three days before we left, he comes up and says, "Okay, well, fine, we're letting you go." I was like, "Fine, They're cool." Letting him go. Cool. No That's job. Fine. That's fine. And then and it was towards the end of the day, but I have one more day to finish the next day, and then the next day after that, we're we're literally driving on the road. Right. So I was like, okay, that's fine. At the end of the day, not a problem. Just make sure you tell the boss and let him know that you're letting me go. That's why I told the director of services. He's like, yeah, not a problem. We'll make sure they know. So he tells me, I'm like, looking at all the boxes all around us. And I'm like, you let them let you go. We, well, what do you got? One paycheck. When we get there, you let them let you go do you not see <laughs> I was like, we're about out the door and um he said what did you said something along the lines of when god calls did he ever say it was going to be easy mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't so i had to still finish the next day and after that we prayed over it lord you pay the finances you you want us there you're gonna make it happen i go back to work the next day who do i meet but other than the COO early in the morning, because I was just getting in there to just clean up my stuff and kind of like sneak out half day, not worry about it. COO is there. Armando, I knew you were going to, uh, to Michigan and stuff like that, but I'm hearing you left the company. I'm like, I didn't leave the company. The director of services let me go. He's like, he let me go. He's like, yeah, he let me go. You need to talk to him. Um, why do I need to talk to him? Well, because he needs to hire you back. And then now HR and see the, the director of services. I go see them. They're like, okay, you just let me go. The gun. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Well, okay, well, well, we need to do this. So either you do this or you don't work here. I'm like, okay, fine. I don't work here. So they let me go again. <laughs> I go back to my desk, I clean up. And I said, you need to tell uh, the CEO again. And he goes, it's like, why can't you tell the CEO? I'm like, aren't you the director of services? <laughs> you know, and it's like, fine. And, you know, and then, uh, and then he's, he goes back, he comes back, Armando, we need to talk again. Well, we need to iron this out. I'm like, I don't know, they were giving me some silly stuff, right? And I was mm -hmm. like, no, I'm not gonna do that. And then he goes, oh, well, then we gotta, I mean, literally, I was let go, I mean, I was hired and fired three times in one day. Wow. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know. What was going on? Finally, at the end of it, they redid my contract. They said, we're knocking you down in pay. We're, we really knocked them down in pay. Because, because they said, 
you're going to be the first person to work remotely for mm. this. And, and you know what? And I knew that was a lie, but I was like, whatever. And, yeah. and, and you're going to be the first one we're going to allow to do this. And because you're going to Michigan and the cost of living is is smaller than we are. I think they knocked it down like 20 or 30,000. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 They shave that. You know, this is like, oh, you know, I, I I wanted to hear that. But at the same time, you're taking away the pay. But you know what? I'm sorry, God, forgive me. I'm mad. But you know what? There, there's something here. I'm not seeing it. So I walked away. Mm -hmm. I had time, you know, that night to mull it over. And as we're driving and I'm talking, I'm driving with uh, the pastor from the church that we were attending. He's helping us drive our uh, big truck to uh, uh, Michigan to with all the stuff, right? Uh, and and not to not to say we left a lot of stuff in New Jersey. Yeah, we left it. We had to pare down because everything had to fit into that one truck. No one's paying for our move yes. to, to Barian. We had one, we picked like the biggest truck we could afford. Yeah. And we left everything else in New Jersey. And so he and the pastor go, go ahead of us while my parents and I clean up, tie up the, the last odds and ends at the house. And what happens on the way? Their trailer for the tr for the truck breaks down, mm -hmm. so they're stuck on some road yeah, on, the way to on the way to Michigan. And he calls me as we're packing up and getting getting ready to drive out. He, and they don't they don't tell me that they've been stuck on the road for a whole day on the side of the road just waiting. I'm like, well, we didn't tell you, but now that it's going on day two, we're letting you know that we're stuck on the side of the road because you're gonna start driving now. And so there, I mean, there are so many things we can, there are so many stories and stories within stories that happen. And it, it just shows like how many times as you are moving forward in the calling that God is asking you to do for him, yes. Satan is going to throw so many curveballs at you yeah. to try to stop you. I mean, my dad's health came up um, right before we're going to attempt to make the drive. In fact, you know, he started cramping up, right? Literally, I was rushing my family through. I said, let's go in the car, let's go. And he just started screaming because his legs were cramping. He could not move. We were already out of the house and we had to find a hotel to so that my father could recuperate. And I knew at that point that I was pushing the family a little too hard, but we were trying to make it, you know, in a certain time frame. And I said, God, I, okay. You're leading. You just do. You do you. We're gonna follow. And by the time we got to Michigan, what two, two, two days later? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it should have been. Uh, should have been like a day, but you know, I'm driving with everybody, yeah. and so we got to stop for every bathroom and every restaurant. And and we get there, and I think you had he had already managed to put everything into the house. Yeah. And. I think school was about to start the week after. Now, the night before I was about to start school, kids are running around the house, and one of them, I think, yes, you know those big bubble tea straws that you can uh, use to. Was it that? Yes, oh that you can use to suck up the pearls. He was running around. He smacked into one of his brothers and the straw went like boop, toward the back of his throat, making a hole in the back of the throat. We had some visitors at the house. We had to stop because one of, one of my college friends was in the area. And uh, 
we looked and there's this hole at the back of his throat. And we had to rush him to the emergency room where we didn't even know where the emergency room was the night, like 10 o'clock the night before I'm about to start my very first Hebrew class at eight o'clock. <laughs> We're riding through the, in the car to this hospital and I am yelling at God. I'm yelling at God going to, and we, we haven't been, we don't know where we're going, but where we're going is the first time we've gone through these particular Michigan, Michigan roads where it's just one long highway yeah, and so trees. Not, not like Florida, not like light pollution, all right? So you can't see the starry skies here, right? In Michigan, you can see the sky. When it's dark, it is dark. And it's, there's no, yeah. no lights. Right. Even though they got major cities, there's no lights on these roads. Right. You know? and, and you're driving in the dark, you're thinking like, where am I going? Where am I going? <laughs> you know, you know, and and high beams on, high beams on, everything. You're like, oh Lord, what is going on? And we're driving to the hospital and I am uh, slightly kind of crying, but then I get angry. And, you know, cause Satan's on my shoulder. He's like, <laughs> you got school tomorrow and you might miss it cause your son's gonna be in the hospital. And then there was a point on the drive where I said, Satan, get thee behind me, be quiet. I know what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Now Armando's driving and he's like, his face is like, why are you talking out loud like that? And I said, I am rebuking the devil, honey. Look what he's trying to do. And he's like, all right. And so we get to the hospital, come to find out that it was, the doctor says, wow, the mouth wounds are like the most easiest things to, to heal. Cure, to heal. He's going to be fine. I'm like, you're not going to do nothing. You're not going to sew nothing. Ointment. Nope. Just take your, take your baby home and you'll be fine. So we get home at what? Two hours later? Yeah. Two hours later. And then, you know. Go to bed and I'm up for the next for the for the first first class that's gonna start, you know, my seminary, my seminary career, <laughs> my seminary studies. And um it was definitely a definite ride. I mean, there's a ton of stories in the seminary, yeah, but even more, no, but even more stories just to get there. Uh, you know, that, that remember that I that I told you that no travel and cut and pay. That was more of a blessing than we could have ever yeah. realized. Because then they turned around the next day, or oh, Armando, we need to travel. I was like, <laughs> no, I cannot. I signed an agreement with HR and the director of services present that I can no longer travel because that's why they cut my pay. I apologize, my friend. You need to ask someone else. They're like, oh, oh, they did that? And it's like, yep. Yeah. That's why I got the cut and pay, unless you're willing to reinstate my pay. And it's like, you know what? We'll yeah, find someone we'll else. Find someone else. <laughs> I mean, I was meant to be there. And it, it was, this was a lockdown. It, it, it was, was perfect like, because yeah. if he wasn't at home, right. then we couldn't. Because we had the two younger ones, Joshua and Paul, who were not in school yet. Mm. And he had to be home for them. Mm. So, you know, it, it just worked out beautifully for that. Um, it, it was a struggle. It was for, still for things we thought that you know evil was taking part of is really God's hand always in the way. We think like you know when 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 you're when you put God first, you think everything is just going wrong or it, some things look like they're just not going the right way. That's mm -hmm. not true. Right. He's gonna put challenges. Well, not he, not he. There's gonna be challenges in your face. 
I mean, literally in your face. But you have to keep steady and you have to rock steady and you have to rely on that solid rock, you know, because he has it all controlled. Everything happens for his glory before you even know it, before you can even understand why, why did this happen this way? But then when it, when it comes to that point, they're like, oh, that's why it happened. I get it now. Oh, praise God, praise you. I was like, yes, yes. And I'm serious. When I said it on the phone, I was like, I think it was that loud without me shouting. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I had to tell her afterwards after she came home from school and she was laughing. We, but, you know, praise God, it happened the way it happened. We're saying that there's a lot of things that are happening two years in to the studies. Um, co the company suddenly just lets him go. I don't even remember why. I don't remember why they let him go, but suddenly after much, it, it, it was a sudden thing, you know, Armando, we can't, we can't have you on anymore to do, um, to do this remote from home. Other people, other people are doing it now. And, and, and I'm sorry, but we're letting you go. There are, we no, have, no, no, no. They wanted me back in the office. Oh, they want him literally back, back in New in Jersey. Because the, oh, okay. uh, okay. the current um, director was leaving the company. Right. And then they needed someone to represent the software again. And now it's that, that was, was him. And so he refused. And because he refused to go back in, they took the job. I mean, they, they, they fired him. And we were sitting there like sitting ducks. We even tried to negotiate a couple yeah. times. Mm. Sitting ducks and we were like, what? How then are we supposed to pay for seminary, mm. right? And at this point, we thought, oh, you know what? God is calling us back to Hawaii, mm. obviously, right? Because I only had one more year to go. And so we thought that God was calling us back to Hawaii. We sent out the there was an idea that if I switch degrees, go into the map men, switch degrees, um, that I could finish the studies quicker, but it would, I would have a different degree. And I, I put this up to one of the seminary professors, and this professor said, why? But you have a beautiful plan to be able to finish, finish the MDiv. You need the MDiv to pastor. Oh, but I can do this. Well, you know, you can go this route. So we did it. We jumped ahead of God. We started getting out the references to, to, to do so and there was a point in hawaii where i was put on um because i was knew, considered because yeah because we knew the associate pastor for our and so i was considered to be a part of of the team but then it was it was nixed and i was so torn because i thought i'm going home everyone is going to say yes we want jen home to pastor here mm -hmm. but you know god has different plans and God was like, no, you're staying here in Michigan and you're going to stay here and you're going to tough this out. He looked for jobs over six months, oh, like over a whole year. He applied for over 300, 400 jobs, especially including in town, McDonald's, Taco Bell, um, Walmart in Benton Harbor, nothing, nothing hired him. And, and we were just like, what is going on, Lord? But at the same time, it was amazing because even though there was no job, I still had, after the tuition was paid, student loans, well, whatever, whatever was left over would go to you know rent and so forth, but there's no income. But every month for two years, 
everything was paid. I can't even tell you how, because student loans ran out within three months. Everything's paid. Wow. Rent, rent, mm -hmm. bills, utilities, car yeah. insurance, everything up until the last um, the last year. Now, I had the year before 2018, um, I was almost done. I had a few classes left. And I actually went, there's this day called interview days where conferences come to interview those who are not sponsored. So I wasn't sponsored by a conference who was paying for their own way. And I, I threw out, I threw out my, my resume to every conference I could. And I actually met with the Florida conference. Okay, the year before. The year before. Mm -hmm. The year before. But at that point, um, the ministerial at that time said, you still got one more year. Um, we will... We, we don't hire, we don't hire um, anyone who's this, still. This is the year before. Right, who, who's still in study. But we'll, we'll keep you on our list. So finally, the, the next year after, um, we don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. We have no money because once I'm done with this semester, there's no more student loans mm -hmm. coming in to, to help bridge the gap. And so it was the last, um, it was one of, I only had, I want to say four different interviews. And I remember just feeling so bold. Cause you know, when you have nothing left, you're just like, well, I'm just gonna reach for all the stars possible because I have nothing to lose, right? And so I remember being at this dinner just for the women and we were the women of the seminary who were also graduating and, and with these conference directors and they were going around and they were saying, introduce yourself and say what you're gonna do, where you're going to work at. And I was one of the last and I said, I'm Jennifer Hernandez. I don't know where I'm gonna work at, but I know that sometime this weekend, one of you are going, one of you is going to hire me to work for your church. Wow. That was a bold mm -hmm. statement, you know, but I had to feel it. And then that night as we're going up the steps, I come in contact with the ministerial director for Florida and, and I said, Hey, I have a, don't I have an interview with you tomorrow? And he says, yes, you do. We're looking forward to it. And he walks away with his colleague. And then one of my seminary colleagues says, shoot, you just walk up and said that. I mean, how can you just say that? And I said, I don't know. I mean, what I got to lose, we got nothing left. And, and she's like, okay. And, and the next day when I met with Florida, it was a completely different conversation from the year before. The year before they were just getting to know us. Now, Florida Conference says, come straight out and says, how have you been doing? How has this year been for you? I'm like, you never know. It's been difficult, but you know, God willing, we made it through. And they said, they got right to it. Like within the 10 minutes, they're like, so there are a couple churches that we're considering you for. Um, one of them's in the South, one is Central. Are you open to coming to Florida? And I said, we looked at each other, me and Armando were like, yes. And trying trying to keep the excitement, you know, off our faces, because anything can change. Yeah. And so um, they said, great, well, well, we'll be talking to you. That was that, I had all the other interviews and that was that. Now did Florida call, at all, any time in the la in, in that next month, 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 nothing. I was like, what is going on? That was May, 
And then now it's going into June. I'm like, and none of the other conferences that I had interviewed with called. And I'm like, Jesus, we have no money. We have nothing. What's going to happen? And then all of a sudden, Florida calls. Jennifer, we've been thinking. And um, so we have a meet and greet. So I have, so now I have no idea. I've never first pastoral experience. I've never worked anywhere. And I don't know what the words are. We have a meet and greet. I don't know what all this stuff really means. And they said, we have a meet and greet. Can you come at the end of the month? And I'm like, yes, yes, we can. So now I'm telling everybody, I'm telling my mom, like, hey, we have a meet and greet. Oh, we're going to go for an interview. And they're all shaking their heads like, this is not just a meet and greet. If they're going to fly you down, mm. they're completely serious about you. You pretty much have the job. Right. And we're like, uh, we don't, you know, we, we're not going to count that until it's actually written in ink. And so we have this date, June, at the end of June, and um, the Friday night, yeah. we're supposed to leave on a Sunday, Friday night, I'm, suppo I'm, I'm supposed to preach on a Saturday, the day before we go, Friday night, I am checking over my sermon, my son, and this isn't another, one of my other sermons, if you guys want to hear the full story, but I, I come home, checking over my sermon, my son's like, you're not preaching tomorrow. Yes, I am. I confirmed that, no, there's been a mistake. I'm not preaching tomorrow. Someone else is preaching. So sorry. Can you just save that sermon? And I'm working on the widow of Zarephath. And I'm like, okay. I go to bed. He's unconscious. You are unconscious, not moving. I don't know what to do. We try to take a blood sugar, everything. And... Mm unconscious rolling around and just his sweat and or I'm rolling I'm just trying yeah, to move, she's move, trying move me I was rolling and he was like he was just out cold and we're calling an ambulance and everything my father is so out of his mind he's like on him like wake up son don't leave us now and that is not helping me at all that's just <laughs> not helping me and the paramedic cop comes into our room they're doing their thing and I'm like, you know, he's a diabetic. And they're like, yeah, we're figuring that out. And I am, you take it a while to work with him. And I'm having this conversation with God. First I'm praying, I'm sobbing. And then I, my head has this conversation like, really? After all the things that I've done for you now, now you're going to take my husband? Now you're going to sleep? I've served you all of my life. We've served you. We have said yes to everywhere you want to go. We are on the verge of starting ministry for you. And now you take him and he's speaking to me. And he says, I have always been here with you. I've taken away all your security blankets, finance and everything. And if your husband sleeps in me tonight, will you serve me? Will you still love me? Who am I to you? Right. You know, and I'm crying and I realize, I realize that God, you're everything. You're the one who gave me life when I shouldn't have had life. Right. You, you've led me through all these different places. You've given me Armando. You gave us children that we were never supposed to have because he had to stick to yes. the cancer. You are the giver and taker of everything. Mm -hmm. Who am I to question you? Yes, I will serve you. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Go tell me I don't know how I'm going to do it, God, <laughs> serving you without my husband, but I will serve you all the days of my life. Just help me do it. Mm -hmm. The minute I said that prayer, I am yelling at the, at the, 
paramedic. Yeah. What are you waiting for? What are we waiting for? He's like, hold up. He's holding up the glucose. He's like, hold up. And he squeezes it. You're going to see your husband in five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. And he like shoots up off the bed. He salutes. He's like, yes, sir. I'm like, no lie, I did. I was like, I don't know why I went back to the military, but I went back to the military. From there, I, I went up, saluted, and he's like, uh, uh, do you know where you're at? Uh, yes. Uh, no, what, no, what's your name? What's your name? I'm Ronald Hernandez, sir. And then, uh, what, what, do you know where you're at? I'm in Ferry Springs, Michigan, sir. And then he, and he asked me something. He's like, what's going on right now? And then I was like, he looks up at his arm connected to the chest. Yeah, so the left arm. Yeah. I have my left arm. So I was like, oh, uh, I think I had a diabetic attack. Or something. <laughs> something. He's like, yes. So they, they fix him up. All they did after that was like, yeah, just keep his sugar levels where they're supposed to be, you know, what, 30 minutes after they left. All he had was food. He was laughing. Like, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Mm. You know, and, and that was. You know, that was that. We went to, didn't preach, of course, the next day because someone else was there. And we flew to Florida that Sunday. And by that Sunday night, I'd been offered the job here at Plantation. And, and it was amazing because I was supposed to preach on the widow of Zarephath that day. And preach only, and I was only preaching on the part where, you know, um, she beats her oil drums and she gets the oil and flour and so forth. It was to illustrate how how god had brought us through two years of drought and um Mm -hmm. but i wasn't going to do the rest of that story i was just going to do just that part because that's what everyone else had preached upon you know Mm -hmm. but then i realized that there's more to that story Mm -hmm. that she had to lose her son yes she had to lose her son in order to discover who god was Mm -hmm. i realized that i had that was a story I was going to preach. I needed my own spiritual resurrection. Mm-hmm. I needed to realize who God was for me, just me, not who God was to my family, not who God was to me and Armando. Right. I had to realize who God was for me mm-hmm. before I could be, I could start full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. I needed my own spiritual resurrection. And, and I wasn't allowed to preach that sermon of the widow Zarephath until I experienced that. And so it's just been, it's been a ride. It yes. has been no. an amazing no. ride. Yep. Still going. Still going. Yep. Been here, what, three years? Yeah. And yep. it's been full of trials, like all our life has been. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but, you know, there are trials that you realize that, um, there are certain things that you go through. Sometimes it's repeated. Mm. For us, it's always been cars repeated. Cars die. Mm-hmm. It's also been finances. But for I've noticed that God has started us at the top, and then we slowly, bit by bit, get taken down until we had nothing. Yeah. And so we literally had nothing. And then we, is when we had nothing, Right. That when, that was when we truly started to live, if that makes sense at all. You know, when we have nothing, that's when you, but when you have nothing, that's where you're your lowest point. God is your mm-hmm. anchor. God's your everything. Yeah. 
and that's where he taught us how to live with nothing but live with him yes. Amen. 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 we can learn in different stages but that was how we learned that's how we had to learn right. you know and, and, and everything happens for a reason because these are these are living testimonies. We yes. go through these things, all of us, not just Pastor Jan and Armando, not just Colin and, and, and Don, not just whoever. Everyone goes through these experiences because he wants us to share these. And we got more, so much more, so much more yeah. you know, and I mean, a blessing that we try to keep secret, but then realize, oh, we shouldn't have kept that secret. Well, we had a car. Yeah, the car, yeah. But, <laughs> right. but, but you know what I'm saying? Because of... Because of what we think society wants us to say, mm. or culturally, what we need to say mm. is really not what they need to say. It's what God wants us to, to say Amen. through our life experiences. Amen. You know what I'm saying? What, what we share with this is this is amazing stuff. You know, we say, "Well, where is God? God is here. Yeah. He's always been here. He's always been a part of it." But He's we waited for us to acknowledge. Yeah, but and we take forget, off our blinkers. Yeah, take off our, uh, the rose-colored glasses and really say, "Oh, that was God." That was truly him getting right there at that moment. I just didn't see it, you know? And yeah, I, I pray that we share that more often. Amen. You know? Yep, 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 yep. And um, God has to empty us out so he can fill us. Yes. yes. If, we're, if we're full of ourselves, man, he cannot fill us. Right. Nope. nope. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, well that was worth you, the wait. It I know. Worth the wait. I know. You, you think we think we have to do a part four? I don't know. Maybe. Because <laughs> we know we know there's a, there's Coming a lot to more. Florida. I know there's a lot more to this story. So yeah. there's we, so we much more to this story. We're like giving bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, thank you so much again for um for coming back on and sharing. Mm. And um, I, I know for sure we're, we're, we're going to be doing another testimony again. This yeah. definitely would not be <laughs> So Happy to share. No, it, you know, doing these, my testimonies, it just kind of reminds us. Like we miss, we do the big things, right? But then when we remember and you hear the little things that just connect, like, oh, yeah, that, right. wow, that happened. That's and that's, that's, that's why, why that happened. You know, it, it, it's a reminder to us of how God has just, been so so good yes and we, we have gone through trial after trial as you've heard and even almost losing you mm-hmm. even almost losing him satan tries to take away but god just always gives back so much more amen yeah <gasps> yep. amen so true yep yep all right, so yes. Dawn, you're gonna close us out in this I one, know, right? Until until, <laughs> until the next until the next one until the next episode. <laughs> All right, let's pray. Loving Father, we thank you so much for this testimony. What an amazing journey, and I know the journey is still continuing. Yes, and I pray that you'll be with Pastor Jen and Amando as they do ministry, as they continue to do the things that you've put them here to do. And all the trials that they've been through, I thank you for those experiences so they can share with us to be able to help us to understand. Don't ever forget that you are there, God. Mm. You are always there for us, regardless of what we go through. So help us to continue to have that faith in you and help us to be able to keep connected with you so we can be ready to meet you. It's our prayer, Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. 
So until the next episode, <laughs> we, we will, um, yes, we will connect again. All right. So thank you again. All right. We'll talk soon. All right. All right. All right.